We fired up. We got sound. We do. Uh oh. That's a terrible way to start a Monday. With sound? Yeah. <laughs> you prefer to be quiet? Yeah. Yeah, it's looking good. Uh oh. All right. Good morning. It is episode 42 of Slappercast, a weekly talk show with bloggers. And it is Monday again. And it's coffee time again. Yeah, another perfect weather weekend. Yeah, God, it's been fantastic. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's been stunning here, and I think it's now heating up a little bit. Feels a little warmer out there today, and uh, this is yeah. If you're if you're if you're in Houston Monday Tuesday, you're going to see these blue skies and this just you know very very moderate temperatures and yeah. Oh, what a what a great time to be to yeah. be indoors. And uh, just kidding. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's wonderful. So, um, and and then last week, uh, this past weekend, we we uh, played Mose in Cyprus. It was the coldest night, I believe. That uh, uh, yeah, one so, of the coldest we've had in a while. Yeah, but nothing beats the first time. We've yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're well used to cold there. The first night we played there, we opened the place, and the first night that we played there, there was a gale force winds. It must. It felt like it was in the low fifties. I mean, oh, I, gosh, I, you know, again, this is this is Houston. I so think, again, that's below sixty. You know, two ish. Um, the you know for everywhere else, but uh, but the winds were yeah, insane, it was the wind insane, and uh, there was no because now they have the plastic siding with a, that they drop down to uh, to to keep in, you know, keep the, the, the heat in from the space heaters and whatnot. And, um, it was comfortable, very, very comfortable for us, but you know, a lot of people, were, but I, a decent, real decent turnout. Um, so Cyprus is, uh, Cyprus has got a lot of tough, tough kids out there. So we, we had a really fun night and, um, yeah, yeah. Jason and the crew out there did a, did a great job. So we had a, a lot of fun. And then uh, we were off Saturday night, which was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And um, what did you do Saturday? I just walked and worked. Like Kane from Kung Fu? Like what? Kane from Kung Fu. Just Kane? roam the earth. Oh, Kane. Cool. Okay. Is that who I was trying to think of last week? David Carradine? I don't know. No, and you were talking about the guy who requested Bon Jovi, and then he went off wandering the earth trying to find a band who knew oh, Bon Jovi oh, song. Oh, I didn't. I've already forgotten I, about I that. I thought of Methuselah, but I, I don't know if he wandered the earth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I just had, I just been, been taking it, I've been working, but I've been really having a good time walking and taking my laptop out and walking to a coffee shop, walking to the pub. I did some work. It's the Ginger Man in the village this weekend, which I hadn't been there in a long time. Um, I mean, uh, that's, that's probably one of the only surviving. Yeah, it's been there for, yeah, since 1978 or something like that. Really? early 80s or late 70s i think it was still there the first time i became aware of it was when i was working at con's deli in rice village which was also long gone like most businesses there are from that time yeah that's chad's haunt but uh down there you can always see him yeah. running around down there scaring the locals uh, but mike michael con the owner of con's deli was was fond of the ginger man and he and uh i wasn't drinking age yet but <laughs> he and he and the, the manager would go would go hang out there sometimes after work which was, of course, right, right, right around the corner. It's a great little pub. Of course, Ginger Man is a chain. Doesn't look like a chain, but there's there's pubs. They have pubs like got not just in Austin, but there's. I was looking at their website recently. They're they're in a bunch of different places too. I forgot the other cities, but anyway, 
That's boring. Why am I talking about the junior man? <laughs> well, you're you're a beer connoisseur, and they they have more than one beer. They yeah, they, and they were. I started those before I even knew about craft beer or anything beyond you know the usual stuff. But they they're probably one of the first pubs in Houston anyway to have to be one of those bars that has like you know forty taps across the uh, the bar. Uh, I'd never seen anything like that before. I went there. Of course, that's par for course now. Anyway, today uh, this week is Thanksgiving. And it is, isn't it? That's right. Everybody's off. Yeah. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, good luck. Um, those of you who are not in the states, happy Thanksgiving anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Do they do they celebrate it? Is, is there anything going on in Ireland this time of year? That's that's not. Yeah, I think there's a Thursday and a followed this by is... <laughs> a Friday closely. That's about it. They don't have a Thanksgiving ish thing that happens. Well, the pilgrims kind of went went came this way. They didn't go that way. You know, they kind of left there. There's yeah. probably there's probably people celebrating the you know you know the the the, the people that left <laughs> and uh, yeah, piss off giving or thanks, something. Thanks, leaving. Off leave. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this Friday, uh, Black Friday, as they call it, we're going to continue our tradition of playing at the Astro Pub. Uh, on Black Friday, yeah, we haven't been there for a while, so we're looking forward to go back and go, going back and seeing Sue and all the, the the gang. Yeah, and we got some new stuff to show them, and yeah, that's a that's been that's been really fun. That's a that's always you know yeah. It seems a lot of people are backing down, and yeah, a lot of I see a lot of old faces. And that that event and also the the toy drive to me are like the two sort of anchor yeah. gigs of the year that really makes me feel like the holidays have arrived or Christmas has arrived specifically. Yeah. So. You feel like the years are getting shorter. Yeah. Closer together. <sighs> yeah. And then Saturday, we're going to be back at Moe's in San Antonio for Not So Black Saturday. Mm. I think Chad needs more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we had an interesting question that I, th- I thought would be fun to, to uh, play around with this week. Which we've kind, of, we've kind of touched on some of these, some of these subjects a little bit. Over the past few months, what, I mean, number one, what are some bands we just hate, dislike, period? Always, I've always disliked them, still dislike them. What are some bands that we used to dislike, but then we came to really love, or at least we came to appreciate them later? And then three, what are some bands that we used to like, but now we don't really particularly care for them anymore? Oh, that's... That's a that's a big field. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I have to say, the only bands that I hate are you know bands that you know don't you know don't pay their other members. You know, uh, I've, I've seen that I've seen that more times than I care to. You know, just yeah. You know, the you know it's just just that just that that uh, you know you know I, I I'm the show, so I'll just pay everybody what I feel. You know, I've just seen that more times than I care to. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, to me, that's the that's the the ultimate. That's the, the cardinal sin. The the whatever. Yeah. I mean, as, as far as bands go, I mean, of course, bands that I that I hate, you know, people love. You know, I, I guess that just goes for for everything everywhere. But I mean, the the the, the one band that comes to mind, uh, the actually the few bands that come to mind where I always detested. Uh, uh, like bands like Poison and Motley Crue and Kiss and bands that kind of got lumped into the genres that I was listening to uh, as far as quote-unquote metal. 
type stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we, I, which yeah, they I mean, weren't, kid, of course. As a kid, we'd say metal, and now metal just sounds so. It sounds so dated, and it sounds like you know. It's just uh, I like big guitars, but then move over, you know, move over, and you look at bands like Anthrax that were uh, I thought a great name, and I thought the vocals were terrible, and I thought the guitars were really thin, and um, Jeff Diamond, who owned Diamonds Diamond Guitars here in town, who generously gave me a bunch of guitars and yeah, uh, worked on all my amps and just. Just incredible, you know. He's just, but just a, you know, a big, big reason for the sound, the guitar sound I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he used to, he, I'm sure he uh, got it from somewhere. But he used to call it mosquito tone. Those guitars that you hear, and they're so really thin, and they're really that's that was Anthrax to me. And I always thought that they had the potential to be because Charlie Benanti, the, the 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 drummer, and Frank Bello, the bass player, just an incredible rhythm section. Yeah, and. They, uh, but the, but the guitars were lacking the, you know, the, 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 the rhythm was okay, but the, you know, the, the, the going to the solos and it just got really thin, but then huh. you move over to, uh, to, to bands like Poison who I couldn't stand, but you couldn't avoid them because yeah. they were, you know, cause they, they, they got on the radio and they got on, they, they got on all the big TV shows because of, you know, their, their, cause you know, they looked like a bun- bunch of women yeah. and, um, I mean, you know, obviously there was more to it, but. That's that's what that's right. what we saw for for you know from my side of the fence. You know, right. we, that's what we saw. So, uh, but but I couldn't stand the vocals, and same thing with uh, with Motley Crue. I couldn't stand that. It it is it was, it was like somebody you know. Uh, I, I was going to say choking a chicken for the sound, but not not for the for the for you know for the alternate meaning of that. But uh, you know, just like somebody strangling a cat or somebody. Uh, you know, or you know, or a, a, a seagull caught in a you know caught these vocals just it just sounded like it was yeah it just sounded like somebody was being tortured yeah and uh, so I couldn't stand those bands and uh, and again there was nothing redeeming from a band like Poison I couldn't get, yeah I couldn't find anything whereas Motley Crue that the, the drummer uh, was halfway decent and a great showman. But the guitarist, the bass player, and the singer had no time for. So, so again, I looked for, I looked for a little bit more meat and potatoes in the music. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, starting off with bands like Black Sabbath and Motorhead and Maiden, it was it was real easy to find. Um, the thing about Iron Maiden was you could sing all of their riffs. You know, all of their riffs were melodic. Yeah. Say what you want about the, the you know, because, you know, you could, Paul Diano might have been your, your singer if you, you know, Early Maiden or Bruce Dickinson. Um, and then when everybody got the cold or the, 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 the plague and, uh, uh, mm. they, they had that singer for a very, very short while. Yeah. Uh, who just took them to the toilet and, <laughs> uh, you know, so that was the kind of stuff that, you know, that, that, that was, uh, easy for me to, to grab hold of you know was that was that, that just kind of heavy yeah and but but yet melodic right you know, just just real powerful stuff loyal loyal listeners of the show know that neither of us are particularly fond of kiss which is an understatement but I, those bands like poison and rat and uh monthly crew and all those yeah those all bands good. that we I, I know that neither you or i like at all the, 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 they to me seem like they were trying to reproduce the success of Kiss, which of course we also don't like. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Where it was just like putting where the, where the looks are almost more important than the music, which I know there's some diehard kiss fans who will argue with me over that, but that's fine. But you have a mic and they don't. Yeah. At the moment. We win. But wouldn't you say that that kind of, it kind of yeah. seemed like to me. Cause yeah. obviously the made the major difference with bands like Sabbath and, and Maiden is that, that the music was more important to them than anything. And particularly with, it was true with both of them, but I think of the way that, that, uh, that Tony Iommi and, and, uh, the, and Geezer and all those guys spent so much time crafting their sound. It was almost like a field of research, you know, trying to figure out what they were going to do, looking for their sound and perfecting it and everything was a yeah. huge part of their early, their early days. And, uh, I mean, being self-conscious too, like I remember, I think it was a Geezer who said when, when they came up with the, uh, cause they, they loved, they were, they were huge fans of Led Zeppelin at the early Led Zeppelin stuff at the time and, and Jethro Tull as well. And they came up with a riff for, uh, what became paranoid and i can't remember so some interview i think it was geezer who was like kind of skittish about playing that because he thought it sounded too much like communication breakdown by led zeppelin but of course it turned out to be one of their biggest hits that that kind of like uh, i don't know because they were so very very conscious about what they were doing like they, yeah. they didn't want to come off as as being disingenuous or fake which yeah. those concerns obviously <laughs> bands like we're talking about that we dislike don't, don't even seem to care about they don't have the same kind of integrity, I guess. Yeah, what I'm that's, to say. that's that's uh, that's yeah. a, good, a good, very anyway. very valid point. But I think yeah. we're in agreement there. <laughs> yeah, and again, the I, I I see what people, I see why people were drawn to these bands. I see what drew them to these bands, these hair bands, and this because there was the shows were a spectacle. Sure, and you really didn't know if you were going to get the whole show if they were going to pass out if they were going to be because they they all seemed to yeah out drinking out. You know, everybody had to put on a better show. Whereas these these bands that I saw, yeah, they would put on a stage show as well. But the music was first and foremost. Uh, a band, another band that I thought of as we're doing this is Rush. I have no, yeah. I have no desire to listen to 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 Rush. Mm-hmm. However, uh, Neil Peart or mm-hmm. Kenny Lee or Alex Lifeson, sure, you know, on their own can stand with anybody. Yeah, and their music as a three piece. They are just they, nobody's working harder than those sure, three guys. Sure. It's just it's not my. I, it, it you know there was some incredible riffs and melodies and lyrics and on and on and on and on and on. Just just, just amazing. It was but it was too it was too uh, intricate for me. There was too much. Right. There was too much going on. Getty Lee's voice was a little high, a little. But they they um, the you know especially the stuff that broke through in the commercial side was outstanding mm-hmm. you know and and i know what they're doing but 37 time changes in a song i you know i've got i gotta take a nap you know yeah and, uh, an incredibly brainy lyrics yeah, but yeah. Hurt. And, and, and again but yeah. again i can't take anything away from them right uh triumph another three-piece canadian band too i think but the, it's just amazing stuff however just a little bit too oh, and, you yeah. know just just in uh um, so, so, and I, so I have a lot of respect for those three piece bands and I'm talking about, uh, you know, Motorhead when they, when they did the, the, you know, the original lineup, Fast Eddie, Fast Eddie and Filthy Phil and Lemmy, when they did that, you know, and they just, they, they put together, you know, uh, one would think that a three piece band would be really easy and, and it, and it kind of, it, 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 the, the stripped down Motorhead, you know, of course the original Motorhead was very punks. You know, mm-hmm. it, it it seemed like it was steeped in punk. It wasn't. It was just. It was just their 
uh, was just their three piece band pushing forward, and I love that. Yeah. Um, versus the you know, I, I, again, I sh- shows you a lot about my musical taste or my uh, intellect, whatever. Is uh, you know, you could put, you know, I'll take Rush, I'll take you know, Motorhead over Rush any day. Yeah. Just because of the, I love that straight ahead j- tr- driving force. Just say what you mm-hmm. mean when you say straight ahead. You know, and and again, I I'd love to say I hate Rush. I do not. I just right. You know, yeah. You know, it's the 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 complexity of that stuff. Yeah. Is is mind boggling. Yeah. However, you know, I need a sandwich every once in a while. Right. So I wanna- yeah. A lot of people, close friends of ours, are often surprised to hear that that I or you don't don't like Rush, which is, but because they are like I was talking earlier about integrity, they do have integrity and they do care about their music too. But it's like, it's. It is a, a bit too involved, and I just get bored after a while with it. And that that's true with me and most prog rock, because I, I would kind of categorize them as prog. Uh, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Rush? I yeah. mean, and really, I only bought, there was one Run Rush record I bought. I bought the CD, uh, Moving Pictures, about that. But it was really only because the band was in the, the, the change. The band was in the late 80s. We, were, we learned the beginning of Tom Sawyer as a joke. <laughs> and we were, the other guys in the band actually were Rush fans. Not not so much as the other bands we we were inspired by at the time, but but uh, we just did the beginning. Of, it was kind of a, a blackguardsy type of thing where we just do the we do the whole intro with the the keyboard swells and the the drum beat and stuff, and then we get right up to da 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 da, and we just stop and we go into whatever song after that. I've, I've been robbed. Yeah. <laughs> Although what was funny is that that was, that was my idea to do that, and I, I just wanted to be clean break like da 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 da, and then go into the next song, but. The guys, they 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 loved they they enjoyed the song too much to really allow the joke to just be the joke because they da, da 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 they do this huge train wreck like no no stop <laughs> you're ruining it. they're like what so that didn't didn't quite work so that's that, that that's the reason why <laughs> they only rush CD I ever bought that's that's why I bought it but I did listen to it you know there's some stuff in there that that I I mean I, I do I do understand why people like them and stuff but I can only I can only take so much of that and that's true with most prog rock because I. It's it's it seems it seems uh, nonsensical because I'm a huge fan of early Genesis, but uh, and after but after Peter Gabriel left that band, to me they kind of started all the integrity and and not all of it, but all all, all this, everything that kind of made them uh, amazing just slowly started trickling away because the first the next few albums they made after that when Phil Collins took over in vocals was still still pretty good. But they just lost something there. They lost their, they didn't have the same kind of soul, didn't have the same kind of weirdness or edginess. But that's really the only prog rock band that I, that I, that I really was able to dig into. I never liked Yes. Still can't really stand them. Um, Rush, I can only take so much of. Uh, I don't know. I just most, King Crimson, I've listened to some of their stuff too. But again, I, I do really like that band, particularly when Adrian Ballou was the lead singer but I can only take them in small doses because <laughs> it's just too much. You know, it, it requires a certain amount of dedication to listen to that stuff. Yeah. And then, 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 you know, they, but then you move into, you know, the, when, when I was growing up the you know, there was that, there was the category, you know, there was the, the Teddy boys that were listening to the old rockabilly and the, the, you know, the, you know, just, just that straight up rock and roll stuff. And then there was the, uh, the punk rockers that had the mohawks and the chains and the safety pins and whatnot. Right. And they were listening to sex pistols and, 
dead Kennedys and the damned and the, the all the stuff. And I couldn't get into that either because there's the vocals on that always sounded and the guitars always sounded out of step with each other and everything just was, was jumbled and, you know, just, just, just rough, just really rough around, you know, the production was just really raw and very, mm -hmm. and, and again, I like that sometimes. However, these bands seem to just wake up, record a track and, you know, go off and do what they, you know, there was just not a lot of prep. It seems like put into it. So, so these, these, these punk bands that, that I came to enjoy later, especially the clash, when you listen to the lyrics and what they were saying, and you talk about people that, you know, say what they mean, mean what they say. That was, that was, that was a breath of fresh air for coming from where I was coming from. You know, has he lost his mind? Can he see or is he blind? You know, or, you know, yeah, uh, but, but, but songs again that moved you because of the production of it, you know, cause it was just heavy. It would just bowl you over. Yeah. And, uh, a band that I like, that I love, uh, you know, early, you know, early I, I think Ian Pace is uh, again, one of the most underrated Ian Pace from Deep Purple and Brian Downey of Thin Lizzy, two of the most underrated drummers on the planet. Right. But, um, but I loved the, the Deep Purple stuff. They used to get a little bit jam band from a little bit too much like a jam band for me you know in the live stuff mm -hmm. however i always thought that ian gillen had great voice depending on the you know the time that you caught him but his lyrics were a little remedial you know uh my woman from tokyo or yeah. uh you know just you, you know i mean but some of that but, that, but then so, so, you know some of the stuff were so some of the songs were, were just 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 really engaging and uh, you know, I never listened to the to the words of "Smoke on the Water." I just thought that I just thought that guitar. I thought Richie Blackmore was just a, a, a wizard. Which yeah, it's kind of ironic because he kind of is a wizard now, playing Ren fairs around the country, but or around the world. But that's, he, that song's interesting too because it's uh, it's one of those. It's famous because of its riff, but they're actually singing about something that happened. Yeah, like it they, was. Yeah, they're, they're the studio that they were using. You know. Uh, uh, Frank Zappa studio burned down because somebody was messing with a flare gun. Yeah. But again, the lyrics were kind of, they, they didn't match the, as, as simple as the riff is, and it's actually not when you watch Richie Blackmore play it, but uh, uh, as simple as that riff is and as powerful as that song is, the lyrics kind of don't hold up to it in my, yeah. <laughs> you know. I never really listened uh, to it. I just remember reading about, yeah. you know, why, it's, how, and where they it's, got the idea great, for that. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, it's a great story. And uh, again, great story. And the lyrics don't hold it to to, to me. Yeah. And, and again, I just uh, so so then so then moving on from from the from the punk and the metal and the rockabilly and the you know there were the, these the, and the mods of course. So then there was the Who and there was uh, there was uh, <laughs> the Who that that's a that's a band that I couldn't care less for in the day. See the dramatic pause there. Mm. And then then but then when I listened to them. Later on, we kind of, and again, I wasn't, and I get hung for this too. Not a, not a huge Roger Daltrey fan. Yeah. I, you know, I, you know, the, again, catching him on a performance, you know, good performance, you know, and Pete Townsend, just an absolute trailblazer. Yeah. As far as music went yeah. just across the board. Yeah. However, not a fan of the kind of, you know, which I'm a sloppy guitar player. He was, you know, a little bit sloppy, mm -hmm. you know, for my, but then Keith Moon. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Twistle just 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just wow. Because I, I, I had no idea back then. A lot of the time, it wouldn't have come through on the radio. Kids, these are these little boxes that used to we used to get sound out of. But, you know, these terrible little, you know, made in Taiwan radios that we list, transistor radios or mm-hmm. transvestite radios or, or uh, um, you know, the, our stere- the stereos were fantastic. And uh, in the process, yeah, of put, yeah, yeah, in the process of putting it back together again, mm-hmm. but um, so you, you, so that stuff didn't come through on the radio, so you missed a lot of it, right? And then when you get when you get older, if you get into music and you get deep into music, then you start looking at that stuff, going, "Holy shit, what were these guys doing?" Yeah, that was you know, yeah. So 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 these were th- th- these were all the categories that 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 we were, you know, uh lumped into or 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 chose to 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 be a part of and um uh dublin in their early to mid 80s was you would see the groups of the teddy boys or the mods or the Mm -hmm. punks or the rockers or you know yeah and uh and then new wave came along and and you know so 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 many bands that i would have written off and then I came back to, like you said, like, yeah, you, you know, and, uh, just, and, and, and I'm still stunned at, uh, cause I guess, uh, Duran Duran, I guess would have fallen into a, a new wave kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, when I heard John Taylor's bass playing in Duran Duran, I nearly punched myself in the face for not realizing that earlier. Yeah. But again, I don't know what, what, cause well, I wouldn't have bought any of the records. So I would have heard it only at a disco or the, and not knowing what they're doing. Right. But now when you hear that, I mean, I just, you know, that's all I want to do is just to maybe just get John Nania to, to, to play all the, the Duran Duran bass lines and put them on a record for me. Cause it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, and, and, and the lyrics were they're, good. Yeah. And the, Vocals were good and the yeah. performances were yeah. good. There was a great band. Yeah, I was like, "What? Why? How did I not? Yeah, how did I miss that?" <laughs> and I, I know at the time too, it was I didn't take them seriously. Like m- none of my friends and I did back then, because for the same reason that we we just kind of dismissed bands like Poison and Rat stuff later in the eighties. Like, give me, give me a break, because Duran Duran was really popular, and there were these these cute guys with with wearing, easy easy wearing wearing. Let's rephrase that. Edit. <laughs> wearing uh you know really. F- silly clothes and and the freaking hair and all that stuff and and it was just easy the, the easy thing to do was to just dismiss them and mock them and like come on this is yeah. not a real band and, and 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 again at our age at that time it was annoying because these essentially guys that looked like women were attracting all the women and there was just nothing left they would sit and look at a poster i mean i guess we weren't we were not good looking kids, but uh, it was just, it was just, uh, you know, at, at, at that age, it was horrifying to think that these women were going crazy for these other women. Yeah. You know? And, uh, it was, uh, it, uh, and, and then, and bands like the Smiths. So yeah, yeah, if you told me, if you told me about the Smiths as a kid, I'd throw a rock at you. I just, yeah, no, I don't, no idea. <laughs> right. But then Johnny Marr, oh my God, what a, what a player, mm-hmm. what a guitar player. And I, honestly, I could give a crap about the rest of the band. I know they were good, but that guy, that guitar playing, those riffs, yeah, those tones, those absolute, you know, it's just stuff that I could care less about at the time now, I would kill for now. Yeah. 
Um, and then, of course, Morrissey's lyrics are still, you know, some of the best pop lyrics ever made. As long as you're, as long as you got a knife to your wrist, right, right. <laughs> you know, it's a, you, you know, I mean, he's 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 just a just a realist, you know, or you know, um, nihilist, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, that was we've talked about this before too, not on the show, but but uh, <sighs> it took me. I, I remember my friend Nathan. We used to send tapes back and forth uh, after he moved away, so we could keep you know continue to tip each other to what we're listening to and stuff. And he, he, one of the tapes, he put a couple of Smith songs, and I wasn't listening to them at the time. But he put "How Soon Is Now," and that joke isn't funny anymore. I think we're both off of Mita's murder, and I thought those songs were fantastic. I still do, but it, it, the other stuff, it took me a long time before I could appreciate all the "I hate my life" and all. <laughs> this is the way I used to make fun of him at the time. Please, please kill me. That that type of stuff, I I didn't see the the brilliance in those lyrics until much much later. Um, it was just I just wasn't ready for that kind of stuff. But I did. I mean, how soon is now? I thought was amazing when I first heard it because it really. But the funny thing about that, obviously, is it doesn't sound like anything else that they did, which was the idea. I think it was they were intentionally yeah kind of veering off their their own beaten path. Yeah, there's a really I, interesting story on how that. Uh, a couple articles I found recently about how they how they wrote that song and all the different inspirations for it that that mostly from you know Johnny Marr and uh, they kind of built it in the studio. Uh, he he along with the bandmate his uh, yeah. the other the rhythm section I forget their names now. Anyway, and then but then uh, also I, I just it, it came to me uh, again uh, you know back in our uh, in, you know in our not disdain but. Um, you know, under that dark cloud of, of, of glam or hair bands, whatever. But one of the, one of the bands, I think you said, you said, you know, they were trying to build on the kiss thing. This is, yeah, yeah. I, I disagree. It's my theory. Yeah. I, yeah. No, no, no. But I, I agree with a lot of it. But the, the part I disagree with is I think a lot of it came from the Van Halen side. Oh, because, uh, um, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. Because v- v- Van Halen were and are, to me, the pioneers of bringing women into bringing women to the show. And, the, you know, so I think a lot of them kind of saw that and said, Oh, wait a minute. You know, the, the, there's something here. Yeah. And that's true. And again, the, the one band that I, I think that, that you can, uh, that you can lay down as the soundtrack for, you know, this, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, he he's uh, David Lee Roth says he's a seventy. They're a seventies band because they you know they cut the teeth in the seventies mm. and, and they really did. They pioneered that. You know, you, you throw a party, we are the party. They yeah. they are the they are just the and and like them or hate them, it's the soundtrack to the the seventies. You know, mm-hmm. just so many. You know, you talk about love and uh, I mean I know that's I, that's not a uh, is that eighties. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I, my, my dates. I, I got into Van Halen late, and uh, we, you know we're talking about wonderful lyrics and stuff like that. Well, you want to talk about just across the board? I don't know if David Lee Roth has written a bad lyric. And again, it's just my opinion, but just so simple at times. Or or and his his ability to tell stories. He has a little bit of the ADD going. He's got a little bit of the. Uh, uh, he's he's got the which I can, I I find it easier to follow him, <laughs> uh, yeah, follow his storylines versus, 
you know, like a, like a, like a, like a bad kiss lyric or something, you know, I can, he's just, his tangents are second to none and his energy is unmatched. I don't know on this planet if there's anybody else that, that, uh, that, and I hope he never writes a book too, because I'm going to try to read it and it would be, it would be, uh. (laughs) Yeah, so, so uh, I so I, I think that they that they laid the foundation, or uh, they were the blueprint for these bands that came along, and and because David Lee Roth, of course, had his hair, he had what he called the Tarzan haircut, and the you know the clothes, the the, the outfits, and the showmanship. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff I think was born from there. Whereas Kiss had the fire, and they had the blood, and they had the you know the that's about it, <laughs> and they sold everything. Mm-hmm. You know, just biggest commercial band, you know, I've ever yeah. seen. So, um, anyway, so, but yeah. I, I just, I, 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 again, Van Halen was one of those bands that I knew of. And, uh, anyway, so mm-hmm. that was the, that was the, that, that's a band that, that I just, I, I still think was just instrumental in, you know, kickstarting so many careers and so many, I mean, to this day. Yeah, definitely. People, just you know, they 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 point to Eddie Van Halen as the yeah, you know that's true. That's that's another band that I I didn't I didn't dislike them at the time during the I did when when Van Halen I mean when when David left the band I couldn't stand the I was at least smart enough I was paying enough attention to know that the band went downhill after after David left. Um, is that Sammy the Sammy stuff? I just can't stand. I just can't stand it. Um, did you talk about the difference between? Because it's you, you had it's, well, I don't know. I guess he, I guess Sammy did write some of the music when he when he joined. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, so that was part again, of the problem. Commercially, I guess. Yeah. they they were, I, you know, they they had hit heights that they'd never seen. Yeah, and but at what cost? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah, again, I mean, you know, for us, for us, it's it's it was sacrilege. But for the people that had kind of just joined the the team. At that's you know, or you know, stepped onto the Van Halen bus. They didn't know any better. Yeah, you know, they didn't know. So, so they were getting a. And we talked about this last week. When you hear a cover, and you you like that cover, and then you hear the original, it's difficult to to redirect your you know, or 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 even better still, if you have a life experience with that. Mm-hmm. song as you heard it today yeah. and then you hear the original from back in the day that right. might not move you like it did because yeah. you're in that spot so Definitely. music is i read something you know that you know you know musicians especially when you're feeling down you know on your playing and your abilities and stuff like that you know just you have to keep in mind that you're you're making an inanimate object sound make you're, you're making it you're making sounds you know with a stick essentially you know yeah and you're moving people and I just, it, it's, it's, it, but music has that whole, I mean, I've got this, you know, this rapidly growing record collection here and it's just been fantastic to just blindly pick a, a, mm. a disc and, you know, put it on there and yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's that's uh, your old school Pandora. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just and discover. But you know, just no idea what I'm going to play and just put yeah. it on and listen to it and just, uh, just get, but but I I will say, uh, one of the most overrated guitar players in my thing is Eric Clapton. Not a fan. Yeah. And then uh, Tears in Heaven came out, and I said, oh, definitely not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and I get a lot of crap for that because uh, you know, you know, now I I listen to Cream. Sure. 
you know, most enjoyable. But again, I, I attribute that to Ginger Baker. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, Jack Jack Bruce. Yeah, those guys were yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's, it, that's that's probably a good. Example. Not that I, I was never really a big Cream fan or all that stuff, but I, they were definitely uh, that band was amazing. But if you look at that and where 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 Eric Clapton went after that, it was just he became so boring. I just don't. That's what. That's I exactly what it, it is. That's exactly what it is yeah. for me. A lot of artists. They're getting to the the. the to the, I think it was the third category of what I was, uh, the questions I was mentioning earlier, of bands that, I guess in this case, it's not necessarily bands that we loved before, but bands, bands and artists that just kind of lose, seem to lose it over time. Yeah. You know, that's a good example. <laughs> and bands, so like, I, I was a huge, we're talking about Peter Gabriel being the lead singer of Genesis. Um, and I, I was a huge fan of his solo stuff too, up to a certain point. Because after this, at his first solo, the first four, solo records he put out i think were great and they each one was completely different from the one that came before it but then he came out with so and it was in 1986 which was this big commercial breakthrough when it had sledgehammer and all that stuff on it which was th- at the time m- me and my friends who were big uh gabe fans as we called ourselves at the time when so came out it was it was it was it was terrifying. It was like, what's happening? Because <laughs> we had it was our first the first time we'd experienced you know, somebody we really respected, kind of starting to go a little more commercial. Yeah, way, way more commercial actually in Peter's case. And I did I did come to appreciate some of the songs in that record more. But to be honest with you, I never listened to that album anymore. It has not st- it stayed with me. It's his early stuff that I still listen to. And even after that, he he kind of went back to being more art- artsy after that record. But pretty much everything he did after that, I just find so boring. And I can't, you know, I love him to death, but I just can't listen to his stuff for more than a few minutes at a time. That the, you know, the stuff that anything he's done after 1986, which I know for some people listening, that's probably before you were born. But it, it uh, stuff like that just, just, it breaks my heart because conversely, I'm getting all over the map right now in classic Slappercast style. David Bowie is an example of somebody who he did have a few missteps over the over his over his career, but he always managed to to write course get back get back on track. Um, he, I mean, all the way to the last album he put out before he died. And I wish that, that there were more artists like that, you know, who would, who would kind of stay focused. But um, not that Peter Gabriel is putting out crap. I just I don't know. I I, I personally completely lost interest in yeah, it. As a fan, you you, you yeah. know they, they 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 move away from your. Yeah. Yeah, or, or I guess what what attracted to you to them in the first place, but yeah. you know the 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 further the further I I got into music, the and I'm going to throw some complete left field things out here, uh, but the further the deeper I got into music too, uh, the more I got into lyrics, and lyrics you for my money you can't beat Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, yeah. Bob Dylan. Steve Earle, mm-hmm. I just you know this is the this is the kind of stuff that you can you can listen to a track and say, oh, I was there, yeah, I know that town, I've you know I've been there, I've you know I worked that factory, I've been you know that's where that's where the rubber meets the road in my estimation because when when I can when I can hear a lyric that puts you in that spot as a kid or as a teen or as a, you know, 
that's where that's where that's when music lifts me to another spot you know, mm-hmm. puts me in another dimension even because and, and we we we've we talk about this often uh if you know musicians listen to music different than regular people we hear things that regular people don't hear right and and i mean i know non-musicians that pick stuff out that i don't hear but again that's just because of of the way that we listen to music so if we're listening to if we're listening to to kiss and i've got nails and driving you know i'm driving nails into my ears there's there's a reason for that but if if you're listening to uh if you're listening to to uh early black sabbath versus you know something something you know so something simpler but well produced piece from today mm-hmm. you know I, I just mean simpler like just, just not like not a whole lot of instrumentation just really really good production yeah again like the mark Knopfler records yeah I, I can't say simple you know definitely not simple yeah yeah i mean the the the, the instrumentation is is the production is so well done that you can hear every single instrument at the same time but because of the way that we listen to music we kind of go down rabbit holes and yeah. and follow different different you know just like a you know imagine you're looking at a painting you know you're not looking at the whole painting you're 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 focused on this one aspect of the painting and you're mm-hmm. you're you know so that's how that's how i i feel i listen to music now uh or you know for the, at least for the last 20 years yeah is focusing on on different areas and you know yeah uh, and it's just it's it's uh it's you would think for as many hours a day as i have music going through my head or listening to music and i don't i don't like earplugs i don't like uh the 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 earbuds going in my ears and i don't run with music so right. i have to i have to I have constant rhythms and melodies and lyric ideas running through my head as 24 hours a day yeah and yeah. i'm never sick of putting on a record mm-hmm. you know yeah we, we talked about this before too that that's why I'm, I, I'm trying to disconnect more because i miss that i used to have that especially when i lived in new york and i'd be walking everywhere because that's what you do in new york because <laughs> uh, i didn't even have a car I mean, you, most people can't afford to have a car and and if you live in the city there um but yeah, walking home from work, walking to work, I would have, I would start having these rhythms come into my head, usually for the rhythm of the of me walking, and I would, and it would turn into song ideas and stuff yeah. like that. But that's not going to happen if you're listening to podcasts and stuff yeah. constantly. Like, cut that, cut that part out. Yeah, don't don't stop listening to this podcast, please. But but uh, I stopped listening two hours ago. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I you know people people you know talk about the zombie ap- apocalypse I and mean, it really is kind of already here with us you look around and just everybody's staring at their phone and as, as useful as these devices are and i have already harped on this but yeah no, nobody's on their deathbed saying man i wish if only i'd stared at my phone a little bit longer <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so much so much we're, we're missing so much um but yeah i want to i want to i am actively trying to wean myself off of my uh my device addiction you know yeah, saying? one of the one of the best one of the best ways to to start that is to leave it outside the room. Don't take it to bed with you. Yeah, leave it. Leave your you know, leave your uh, 
you know, the, the, the it was weird for me because I had to put like a, you know, I have to uh, get, get a little clock or something, you know, to, to, to go in the room. But um, I hate the, I hate the light. You know, and the first thing I do in the hotel room is take the, you know, <laughs> unplug the, the clock radio. Right. But uh, yeah, leave it, leave the, leave the phone outside, outside the, uh, outside, outside the, uh, the room mm-hmm. and uh, just, just distance yourself. Cause it's just, it, it's the biggest yeah, it's you know it's you start and end your day like that. Hell, the hell with it. And also, you know, uh, there was a there was a wonderful uh, Sasha Baron Cohen rant on the uh, on uh, railing against Facebook and all that stuff. It was it was uh, about how social media is. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. Look, yeah look it up. If uh, I'll, I'll send you a link to it. Yeah, put I'll, it on here. I'll put it in the show notes. Just then. you know, as a performer, you know, you look out and everybody's on their phone. You know, you're 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 trying to do a, a different. Uh, you know, you're trying to you're you're trying to put on a different show every single time. You're trying to have a new experience, and people on the phone are going to miss. It. That's all right. That's all right. You know, you 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 play for who you can. You know, you're always you know appreciative of the people that come out. However, if um, the uh, the restaurant the other night, just at the restaurant and just looking around at seeing the kids playing games on their phones because the the parents didn't want to. You know, yeah. reprimand or something. You know, right. so there's, you know, it's just constant over the chatter and the noise of the restaurant, mm-hmm. over the the conversations, over this, and this stuff breaking through. It's just, you yeah. know, I understand why people drive worse, where they're, they're less patient drivers and they're less patient pedestrians and uh, just punters in general because the, you you you're having to compete with. You know, you, st- you know, you know. Watch out for these these three people walking at you. They're all staring at their phone, mm-hmm. and you got to navigate some kind of path through because, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't thought about the the kid thing before. That that, that is <laughs> definitely true. I, it's like that's what Saturday morning cartoons used to be. Yeah, still are, I'm sure. But but that was you know it was like a mutual agreement that that these companies had <laughs> with parents like. Okay, we'll give you, you know, four hours of distractions on Saturday morning so you can just turn off your brain. Get it on. Yeah, whatever it is yeah. that you weren't able to do the rest of the week, right? While your kids are fixated on the TV and the, and, the, and there's a trade-off of the companies get to sell them breakfast cereal and yeah. toys and stuff like that. So yeah. it was this, you know. Kiss. It was a, it was a, a mutual agreement. Yeah. <laughs> capitalistic uh, yeah. agreement that, that kind of worked. And now, now that's everywhere. Now, now it's always on. It never yeah. turns off. Yeah. It never leaves you alone. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, as, 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 like I said, as a performer, it's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's nothing like that gut punch of looking out, seeing everybody on the phone. And, uh, yeah. then there's, uh, but then of course there's the trade off too, you know, without it, you know, without the, the phones, you know, they don't know where you're playing and they don't know, you know, they can look up at a moment's notice and, you know, find out you're down the street from them and you know we've had we've had so many people walk into shows because they just found out where we're so there's the there's obviously the trade-off but sure i would take the old days i would take the old days to where you just walk into a club like the continental club you know you pay the cover charge you come in you just you trust them to have uh friday saturday you know night style band in there yeah to where somebody's going to absolutely blow your mind right and uh and unless you're having a conversation with somebody 
or you're daydreaming, or you, you're actually like, you bring a book to read. <laughs> There's nothing that's going to distract you yeah. from the experience you're having yeah. in that moment. Yeah. So, uh, our job as entertainers is to up the, up the, uh, the ante, you know, the, the, uh, you know, we're to, supposed to take the entertainment level to, to a new, uh, height. And, um, you know, the, these rock and roll bands that have paved the way that have, pushed through you know brought us everything that we've that we've known you know and delivered it in such a such a an incredible you know package just uh it it's uh it's it's every band's duty to push that push that a little bit further build it up a little bit more Mm -hmm. bring it to more people and you know engage more and you know you know you're 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 you know three four five piece rock and roll band and you're up there staring at your shoes yeah you don't i don't care how good the music is you know that you know you don't deserve to be there you know you 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 gotta you gotta bring a you gotta you know you gotta transport these people you yes if you want something from the audience you gotta give yes they're not going to give you anything if you don't yeah if if they don't have something to give back to you but yeah uh, yeah, but obviously that becomes frustrating if they're (laughs) I just is distracted in there. They're not giving anything back. It, it, for us, that just makes it it makes it more challenging because um, we we obviously like oh that was tough. If if the audience isn't particularly yeah you know engaged for whatever reason yeah um we, we talked about that before our, our legendary experience in, in Yonkers, which I think was definitely the uh, the absolute extreme ver- uh, end of that. But uh, that's New York kids. Yeah, Yonkers, yeah, New York. It's, it's um yeah it, it's yeah. And it, 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 it's one thing to, to put on a lousy performance and not get a, not get a reaction. It's another thing to give everything and, and not get, get anything nothing. back. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that was, and I still maintain that. I do not mind. I do not mind if people don't clap. It doesn't bother me. I, I don't, you know, nece- you know, however, I do mind when you're, uh, when you're, you know, with that 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 night in particular, mm-hmm. yeah, they're treating you like good. wallpaper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's got. Or like you're you're basically they're, in, uh, they're not treating you like human beings. Like you're just the jukebox yeah. in the background. Yeah, but fortunately, that that that's really. I don't say it's the only time, but that's really that I. That, that is the only. I think time. it's the only time that happened an entire night. I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's it's, never. I've never seen anything like yeah. that. There, there are funny things that we talk about applause. This, this happens. I, I see this uh, when you when you're in a band that plays as often as we do and for for as long as we do at every show. You're going to see this sometimes that there seems to be these waves that pass through the the evening uh, with people. It's almost like fatigue in the audience because they'll yeah. Sometimes you reach them. It's not like they're not appreciative, but the, the applause just will it just kind of barely barely erupt and then go down it's just because people are you reach them at you you the end of the song finds them just just uh just by chance at some moment where they're <laughs> you know they're they're there's that they're it's, it's funny how that happens sometimes and it's it's not because they didn't like the song or something it's just, it's it's uh it, it but it can catch you off guard sometimes but I've i've learned over the years that that's that's just that's just human nature <laughs> yeah that the audience can't be on all the time like we're yeah. trying to be if you're filling four hours, yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, it's not like for a, both parties to to it, to 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 be up, you know. And it's different if you're in a huge room where there is this kind of pigeon flock type of thing that happens. If 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 
one group of people starts applauding, it usually happens to the rest of the audience. Yeah. You see this in, in shows all the time where there are these standing ovations kind of happen like a wave. Yes. Across. <laughs> and uh, we were, that was funny too, because when we talked about this, going back to the Mark Knopfler concert, one of the things that I, I remember remarking on while we were there is this phenomenon. Some people get excited and they want to stand up. So then that forces everybody behind them to stand up too. But what's funny for me after that is like, sometimes it almost seems like magic. Like all of a sudden, like everybody decides to sit down at the same time. And it's sometimes you, you have a hard time figuring out where the wave started. Yeah. Cause you, I think I, you know, you think logically it starts with the people in the front sitting down and then it just happens. Like it's like a reverse wave of them standing up. They just all sit down. So I've, I've seen that happen sometimes too, but there was a couple of times at that show where it just like, <laughs> everybody just kind of yeah. sat down at the same time. I can't, I don't know. It's like trying yeah. to study traffic patterns and stuff. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah. But I think that the same principle applies to, uh, to people's attention spans <laughs> for those yeah. long concerts, particularly when you're not in a room with a bunch of other people who are kind of guiding your behavior. Yeah. You know, well nowadays to with the addition of, it seems like most of these, uh, these headphones and earbuds and whatnot, that are surgically implanted in these people's heads. Cause I see them. I see the pedestrians, the, motorcycle riders the car drivers just more and more and more people with stuff in their ears so as a band you know what they have going in their ears straight in their ears is pure you know just the, you know this 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 great sound of music and stuff that they're drawn to or whatever they're if they're listening to a podcast or a new or the news or whatever that is but they're getting mm-hmm. it straight to their head and they're not they're they don't have to worry about waiting for the next uh waiting for the next band to show up in their head or their next you know their next subject that they're going to listen to you know on a whatever so you go to see a live thing and you know you have to tune the instruments you're going to have to uh you know um point out you know the the great job the staff at the sound guys doing or blah 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 whatever it's got to be there's 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 a lot there's a lot of fluff it seems for these people listening in a, in a live room. Um, I went to see Bruce Coburn a few months back. Oh yeah. And in the Heights theater and what one guy could do with a guitar, you know, I'm not, I I don't usually like to listen to one person and an instrument. I asked, you know, even a duo, something just to, you know, a little extra, but he was able to, he was able to go, of course, now he's got, he's got a guitar tech with him and he's able to throw the, you know, you know, throw the other guitar down, pick up the next one that's got a di- different tuning and whatnot and uh, able to, uh, able to just, just, you know, again, put, put a different color, you know, up mm-hmm. and a new, you, start, you know, that, that yeah. tell the little story before the song and whatnot. And uh, that's, but still there's a lot of, there's a lot of downtime, you know, if you're listening to that, you know, uh, you, you're listening to that live show. There's just stuff. There's, there's a lot of moving parts. You got to get, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the show. Mm-hmm. However, in your head, this stuff is just streaming constantly. One song, two songs, anything. It's just next thing, you know, and so you don't have to. So, you know, and, and I think especially younger people now, they're just kind of used to, touching a button and this right whole new you know music experience yeah. appears right you know we didn't yeah. you know we didn't have anything like that the, the best no. we could hope for is the radio show you call in and they play your song you know right 
that's you know that's as close as we got to to uh you know so, but you know yeah. that's that's there's there yes yeah uh, so many so many obstacles and so many but that you know but with that there's so many convenience conveniences that have appeared you know yeah that, yeah you know, we we joke about you know what would the beatles have done today you know if they had to go and get mm-hmm. if they had to go and get their social media page up and running and how would they get to how would they get their sound to all the people that you know yeah you know where where, where would you go and how, how would you do it yeah it's it's kind of it's it's really hard to to imagine just because i mean so many things were different back then it wasn't just the technology but uh, it was about what what had come before and you know i'm talking about the who i was thinking about this when you were talking about the who earlier that there's so many things that happened in the 60s where if you you're looking at a at it from a you know time perspective from what happened the decade before and what started happening then like the rhythm section of into a soul and moon it just seemed to come out of nowhere you know yeah. there's so many things that happened that decade and uh the beatles popularity is one of those things but yeah i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know how you could how you could uh it's a fun what if thing to think about yeah anyway so but anyway that's a lot that's a lot it is a lot I figured we'd fill up an hour pretty quickly with that. Yeah. A little bit of meandering as usual. Yeah. <laughs> so do we have any other points of business we need to go over this week? Um, have we already talked about where we're going to be this weekend. Yeah. But again, Ashford Friday, not Ashford Friday, Ashford Pub on Black Friday, this Friday in Houston, and Moe's Irish Pub on Saturday in San, San Antonio. Antonio. And then the toy drive on the 8th. Yeah. It's Just do not forget the weeks. toy drive. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And we have a... Uh, couple of things up our sleeve for that so yeah 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 so anyway happy thanksgiving everybody yeah and we'll see you next week yeah thanks for listening yeah don't go change it